Hello and welcome to the Race FF Podcast. I'm your host, Emma Garcia, and I am back, guys. Um, hope uh, you missed me a little bit. Um, I'm going to be real honest. Uh, the last episode I was getting ready to record and I was just uh, running around doing last minute things, uh, which I'll uh, give you guys uh, an update on. Um, and I, I just I just didn't have the time to, to record. I, I mean, I could have, but it was going to be rushed. So uh, yeah, guys, uh, sorry about that. I, I normally post a I had every intention of recording, and I was like, ah, I'm going to be a little bit later. So, yeah, missed one. Sorry, guys. So, of course, we have a lot of stuff to go over. Of course, uh, there's been um, some interesting changes coming up. And, um, yeah, a little bit of information for Nationals that I need to update you guys. And, um, yeah, it's... uh, it's going to be a heavy show, so let's start off with, of course, the one, the only. Honda Challenge! <laughs> so, of course, I need to start by going through um, last event uh, from the Mid-Atlantic region on the 20th and 21st. And that is, of course, talking about the um, kind of... Uh, interesting, um, I I don't know how to, how to put this, but, you know, I have been looking forward to seeing, uh, Christopher Michaels coming back out on track, um, that, um, type R showing that he still has the strength to go out there and compete at the national level. And he showed it on the 20th. He came in first place, um, fighting against, uh, the points leader for the regional championship, Brent Bayer. Um, so yeah, he was able to get into first place, but you know, and, uh, I mentioned this again, you, you gotta be consistent and something happened because, uh, Brent Bayer on the 21st, uh, took it right back and, uh, took first place. And not only did he take first place away from Chris Michaels, but, um, brought him all the way down to what it seems like fourth place so definitely something happening uh with christopher michael's car on the 21st not sure what what happened there um but yeah so on the first on the 20th um we had first place of christopher michael's in car number 22 then in second place brent bear current uh points leader and then um we had uh, Michael Young um, after that in fourth place. We had, uh, yeah, fourth place. Um, we had uh, Navin Das in car number 59. And um, one of my favorite cars. I mean, I'll, I'll be always, I'm always honest with this. Like, I love the underdogs and uh, Hunter Hughes and his number six, the, the, the accord i need to double check that i'm 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 pretty sure that's the accord uh wagon i just think that's like dope um that that's just like a dope uh car and build just doing stuff that's um kind of kind of different 
Um, and of course, it, it always uh, makes it so that uh, I don't get... Um, yeah, Hunter Hughes. I knew it. I knew it. See, I'm, I'm, I'm out here doubt, doubting myself. Uh, but yeah, in that wagon, dude, that uh, box wagon. Um, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I've even looked at some of the rounder cord wagons nowadays. And I'm like, man, that'd be pretty cool. But anyways, so that was the race for Mid-Atlantic on the 20th. And on the 21st. We had a big role reversal, Brent Baer going up against uh, Christopher Michaels and showing that uh, he has pace and he uh, can fight up there. So first place going to Brent Baer on the 21st, uh, second place going to Michael Young. Pretty dope, pretty dope. Um, I think this was his first race week and um, scored, so congrats, you know, uh, first and uh, second and third place. Uh, pretty impressive for Michael Young. Um, in third place, uh, Hunter Hughes again, that wagon man just killing it. And uh, third place, uh, no, 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 fourth place, uh, Christopher Michaels. Then we have uh, fifth. uh, I'm reading it off of the (laughs) uh, championship standing, so it's kind of hard for me to keep track of numbers. Uh, so fifth place, uh, we have uh, Khan, of course, in the Cheater 8th Gen. Um, I'll never not give him <laughs> crap for that. And uh, Navin Das finishing out all the way out at the end. So, so far, Brent Bear is holding a significant margin for a uh, regional championship. I mean, he has the most uh, first place finishes with uh, five first place finishes with this uh, past weekend um, that I didn't do an episode for. Um, and, you know, it, it's just a consistency game and you see that where it pays dividends. So Brent Bayer in uh, car number 42 with 580 total points, followed by Hunter Hughes with 308 and then Khan with the 99 uh, car, the 303 points. So really second and third is, is going to be a good battle. And then we see Navin Das um, also not that far away with 298. And then after that, it looks like it just really trails off. And, um, you know, it, it's not based off of skill-wise, but... Essentially, I, I think it's based off of just a lack of consistency. I know uh, Baker is, again, putting his best foot forward for uh, Nationals. So a lot of this is just him making sure he has all of the work uh, done so that he can uh, put his best foot forward for Nationals, which I am excited about. So uh, also talking about exciting news we gotta give um you know nasa northeast uh pretty much uh northeast and mid-atlantic are really killing it in terms of the numbers for um honda challenge i mean they they are really holding it down so um let's see they so normally i'm i'm really used to the friday uh being just like kind of a test day but apparently they did a actual race there which was uh kind of interesting so um hold on so thank you for that um i'll probably uh 
have to do like some sort of little pause music or little holding music for everybody. But in his first podium, I believe, for this year, uh, Noek Yevgeny on Friday. I'm used to, you know, the fr- the Fridays being a test and tune, and it looks like Northeast did a race. So that's pretty dope. So major congrats to Noah Yevgeny. And thank you, Brandy, for explaining how to uh, how to pronounce that name. So, dude, uh, congrats. Uh, that's freaking awesome. Your first uh, podium at Lime Rock. Um, and t- or first, uh, first position uh, finish in uh lime rock that's that's pretty freaking badass and then of course second place we have uh pretty much i i think he's he's got the lock-in for uh a regional championship uh leland wamble um followed by car number 373 nathan book and binder uh fourth place anthony robinson uh fifth place sefer belsky of course the homie sefer um sixth place alex herman uh, seven, Brandy Hauser still using that grass line, getting close to the freaking wall. Scary, uh, Bridget incident. Like I saw that, and I'm like, no. So yeah, again, I'm happy. No, um, I'm happy she didn't uh mess that car up because it's very pretty. I like it. Uh, eighth position, um, car number eight hundred one, Auto Munoz, um, nine. Kenneth Martinez, uh, another uh, previous guest of the show. Um, Tenth position. I mean, dude, ten. Ten cars. Like, this is freaking dope. Like, we never have this in Honda Challenge. So that's that's freaking dope. Uh, car number 1212, Chris Vera. And that, I believe, is uh, EJ Coop. EJ1 or EJ2, I forget. Uh-uh. I, I know I'm going to get my Honda um, fanboy uh, card rejected for that. But in an interesting turn of events, car number 11, Ronnie Vidoc. What? Mr. GLTC man himself, DC uh, sports uh, sponsored rider himself coming back to honda challenge in uh what used to be uh kaylee's um h4 cars so they've done some changes to make it um competitive in h4 i don't know if it if it's fully built out to the rules or if it's like my eg where it's like still needs more work probably not as slow um but yeah that was so dope to see ronnie back out there and again you know um friday we were looking at the lap times and you know they're keeping it tight you know the slowest lap time that i've seen here was uh chris vera at a 108 um but outside of that like in terms of like almost i want to say the top four they were between uh one minute and 102 so pretty tight pretty tight i mean leland's uh lap time was essentially a 101 i mean again because uh it's a really fast lap time uh one minute point nine nine eight so he just cracked under the 101 which is really impressive 
and you know the delta's not that big so at least on the on the top it's about a second so pretty pretty damn good pretty damn good um on saturday leland killed it up there and i don't remember but i remember hearing um that leland uh got the lap record uh this weekend i'm not sure if it was friday or if it was saturday i'll have to double check but i i think he got the lap record so the lap record i believe is a one minute uh point six something um i'll i'll have to double check but on saturday leland um pulled it back together and was able to um just put on an amazing show and show why he's one of the northeast um why he's one of the people that we're going to be looking out for um in terms of being a contender for the national championship so yeah i i mean i i've said it many times i think that he definitely has the car uh to be out there competing and i i i don't see how you bet against this person um given the pace that he's doing and essentially um yeah just how how good he's driving and how consistent he's been again i keep hammering this point consistency oftentimes uh beats outright speed but when you have outright speed and consistency man that is a hard hard thing to beat so i'm looking at it right now and according to this it's saying that yesterday so saturday um leland got the track record which is a one minute point six eight one so that is the new lime rock h2 lap record that is freaking awesome so it was saturday congrats to leland um you know much deserve you're working your ass off out there so yeah i mean so far this season we've seen three new lap records so it shows you how hard these people are pushing out there in the northeast and i'm just super stoked about it so without further uh <laughs> distractions first place um on sunday or saturday uh leland wamble with a lap time fastest lap time of 101.4 looks like it got a little bit hotter possibly a little slower um second place anthony robinson it looked like he gained four positions out on the race so really good moves by anthony robinson giving him second place then uh in third place and i i'm i'm sure i'm gonna get this name you know pronounced well by the end of <laughs> by the time i'm at nationals i'm gonna get it right uh noah yevgeny um in uh car number 212 third place again 102.0992 so it's pretty freaking fast um uh car number 69 alex herman in uh, fourth position uh brandy looks like she moved up three spots which is really pretty pretty badass um and again not not a slow time at all uh 102.767 so that's uh that's moving she's moving and then of course 
uh, Ronnie Vidoc with uh, with it looks like uh, gaining only one position. But again, I don't know if the car's built up to the rules yet. Um, it, it was an H4 car. I, I'm, I'm sure there's like a couple things they need to get uh, right on that car, but still awesome to see him back out on Honda Challenge. I, I knew we couldn't keep him away for so long. Uh, so yeah, in sixth place, Ronnie Vidoc. Um, seventh place, uh, again, moving up two positions, it looks like. Uh, car number 12, 12, Chris Vera. Um, and then um, eighth position, 801. Otto Munoz, um, Seferbelski, um, car number 517, um, 103 lap time. Okay. Working on it. Working on it. He, he's, he's, he's going to get it. Um, then, um, Kenneth Martinez, uh, 358. Looks like he gained a position. And then, uh, looks like Nathan Bookenbinder got DQ'd and also fell. Uh, nine positions so that's gonna be some interesting spice I'm sure i'm gonna hear about what's going on with that uh probably later on but yeah that is pretty much all that i have for um the mid-atlantic and uh northeast so again really 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 good um racing going on there um i love the whole change out there and then seeing uh noah uh get his um first his first um first place finish i i don't know how to how to say that almost i don't know why um i'm messing up on that uh but yeah congrats on your first place finish uh not not easy with all those killers um out there and uh yeah that's that's pretty impressive i'm i'm looking forward to seeing the battle that um that nationals are, is gonna be um it's gonna be doing because um yeah this is just i, I i'm I don't know, man. Like I am looking forward to the show that um, Nationals is going to be, and you know I am getting super, super hyped about it. And you know the the fields of having like what is it, ten, fifteen, twenty uh, cars is it, pretty impressive. So since we're talking about Nationals, how are we looking at it? I just loaded up the um, the entry list, and it looks like we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 cars. I don't know if we're going to make it up to the 20, so uh, Garage Heroes and Trainings, uh, Bill might owe me a Baja Blast when I go over there, so... We have a Baja Blast based on uh, how many people show up for the event. So I'm looking to get my uh, Baja Blast. Besides that, I am noticing something kind of interesting. So in the conversation with um, with Mr. Baker, um, or as he likes to be called, uh, Champ, <laughs> um, we talked about how the S2000 is not his favorite car right now um uh, for h2 and 
I'm looking. Normally, what I've been seeing in uh, the registration is Mid-Atlantic, Northeast, and of course we talked about Scott Adams coming out there, um, you know, uh, representing Texas. Again, don't count this man out. Um, he definitely can set a good lap time out there, and he's been to two national championships, So, and on both of them, he's, uh, he's qualified pretty high. Again, mm, I, I wouldn't bet against him. I would not bet against him. And I'm sure he's got that dog in him to feel like he needs to prove something. So, uh, I, I mean, I can't, I can't uh, discredit that person. And they're putting in their best effort. Um, but I'm noticing another region pop up here. And no, I'm not talking about Southeast, which I'm still kind of bummed out. Where are you guys at? Um, but Great Lakes region. Now, historically, this is kind of an interesting thing because uh, Great Lakes region, um, they have some pretty strong competition coming out of there. So from Great Lakes region, I'm seeing three new names. And based off of my conversation with uh, Baker, we have a name that might sound a little familiar, Jeremy Lucas in an S2000 registered for honda challenge h2 then we have another uh great lakes region um racer ben linfield honda civic and then we have uh, another one brian shanfeld also civic si so i know very little if not nothing about the great lakes regions uh honda challenge racers so if you guys know them i'm gonna try and see if they have a uh, Instagram or something to, uh, for me to uh, reach out to them, or I might have to reopen and dust off my uh, little um, paperback thing to go into Facebook to try and find these people, because I want to talk to them. I want to know about the Great Lakes region. It's one that I have very little, if not no information on, so it would be very interesting. Again, putting out the shout out for it, I know that... I have essentially a, a decent amount of people out there that uh, could probably direct me to that and maybe listening. So hmm, let's see what we can get. Would love to have those people on or somebody to, you know, at, at very least to start like a decent meme war <laughs> and get, get, this, uh, get this party going. So with that being said, that is all for the... On the challenge! <laughs> Update. So, um, since we're talking about nationals, let's talk about my setup. So, um, I don't know if I talked about it, but my flight to Japan um that i recently got back from um where i ended up getting covid and that was a nightmare so my flight to japan i took what i thought was an airline under jal was which is one of uh, japan's uh, main airlines and i took um this uh quote-unquote budget airline that was a japanese airline and i was like oh i'll take this one I've always wanted to fly with them. I've gone 
previously uh, to Japan with Korean Air, um, Singapore Airlines, I think one time with Delta, I'm not sure, or United. I think it was probably Delta, to be honest. And all great experiences. They were all fine. Perfectly fine. I took Sipair. God, man, I do not recommend that. That was a nightmare. So what does that have to do with nationals? Well, I've never flown with this airline, but I essentially said Zip Air is essentially the spirit of freaking uh, Japan because, man, we had to pay for our food. Uh, it wasn't included. Um, there were no screens on a freaking nine-hour flight to Japan, which was horrific. Well, it was like just under 10 hours uh, flying there because you're going to... Uh, against the jet stream and then when you fly back it's like just under 10 hours so it's like nine hours and something anyways horrific um experience and the wi-fi went down so we had nothing luckily i saved a bunch of podcasts um yeah it it, it was kind of hard to get into the the you know vibe of listening to some spooky podcasts when i was already in a nightmare (laughs) oh man it was so bad the, the seats wouldn't lean back that much. It, it, it was so shitty. It was so shitty, guys. So if you ever fly to Japan, don't take Zipair. And, and that, the worst part of it, the worst part of it was it wasn't even that much cheaper than Delta. And I'm like, oh, no, I want to go on a Japanese airline. Like, that's going to be cool. Fuck that. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, best experience so far was Korean Air. Um, going over there, that was freaking awesome. That was boss level shit. Um, just like good service and everything. So what does this have to do with nationals? I am flying out from LAX to Pittsburgh International Race, uh, International Airport. I wanted to take any airline any airline but i wanted a direct flight that was the only thing i wanted direct flight i don't want to spend nine hours commuting to pittsburgh that sounds horrific to me so i looked around both uh, burbank and lax for those that aren't unaware of um, like la's topography or whatever we have burbank it's a smaller airport really easy to get to from where i live it's like about a 15 20 minute drive super easy my fiance could go and drop me off and yeah it's perfectly fine lax is a bit of a mission in and of itself uh we take this thing called the flyaway you essentially a bus hub where it's located in different areas and then you just take the bus to the to the airport because it's just a nightmare to get to it's like in the most trafficked area of la and yeah it's just horrific Uh, i'll tell you how horrific it is once i update you about the eg build so i'm looking for direct flights i can't find any and then i find a direct flight using one of those like kayak or priceline aggregators and there's one flight. And it's only one flight that one airline that goes out nonstop. Do you know which one it is? 
do you know which which one it is because i i think now that i've been going on this long tirade about how i hate shitty airlines that are budget airlines that um you're gonna know which one it is and that is spirit spirit is the only airline that allows you to go nonstop from la to pittsburgh no one else i would have to do an over uh, like I would have to do a stop at Vegas or Dallas or uh, Denver. And then it becomes like a seven, eight hour flight. And I'm like, kill me. I don't want to take spirit. But guys, this is how much I'm looking forward to the Nationals um, race. I am taking spirit after being beaten down for a total of almost 20 hours in the spirit airlines of, of Japan. I am coming back and I want the full experience and it is not just going to be flying spirit. Oh no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Guess what time, what time this flight leaves. Mind you, it's a, Probably a five-hour flight. No, we, we're not talking about the... Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. We, we are talking about it. It leaves, and originally I thought it was... Um, I, I, I saw the flight, and I'm like, okay, it's direct. Leaves at 10, arrives at 6. Awesome. I'll um, take Friday off, arrive at 6... Get, get to the airport, figure out if they have mass transit at Pittsburgh. They do not. Um, and then probably take a train or a bus somewhere or something. Not happening. And uh, get to like a nearby hotel that probably has really low uh, stabby, um, stabby um, crime statistics. I, I don't want to get stabbed. Um, so, no, none, none of that. It leaves. And I was trying to go on Friday, but no, I can't do it. I have to leave Thursday because it leaves at 10 p.m. and arrives at 6 a.m. in the morning. It is a freaking red eye. We're taking a red eye spirit flight to Pittsburgh for five hours, people. Uh... I am devoted. I am devoted and I am booked on Spirit Airlines. I am not looking forward to it. I'm going to be pain, in pain. I didn't know the Spirit actually charges you for the seat um, after you book the flight. Apparently, you book your flight and uh, deciding where you get to be crammed in like a sardine is another ex expenditure that you have to pay another 20 bucks for. I'm like... Man, you guys are really about death life. I really wish there was another freaking airline that would take me, but no. So, I arrive at 6 a.m. Friday, September 8th, to Pittsburgh Race uh, International. So, that means I have to rent a car um, and go over there. I'm halfway, I was halfway like... Dude, I'm just going to rent something that I can sleep in, like a van or freaking, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm ratchet as hell at times um, to go ahead and um, 
sleep in the back of cars like i've done this before it's not like ideal but I, i've done it before um but it's a red eye from freaking spirit so it is just it's just not gonna it's not gonna be good it's not gonna be good guys and um the cheapest car that i could rent is probably not something i could i could sleep in it but i might not sleep in it um but i'll probably figure out a play like head to the track and like take a nap when i get there like i don't know so um looking around of like these uh aggregators or whatnot um i i just the cheapest thing that i could find and it's not going to make any goddamn sense but was a toyota tacoma or similar uh for the weekend and yeah so i will be going to pit race in a toyota tacoma or similar um for nationals so that will be the mobile uh race ff pod uh studios for that event um i've already measured out my backpack as my personal item because check-in bags apparently aren't a thing at spirit so yeah i measured it out my backpack that i took for my daily use over in japan is going to be filled with my podcast equipment and a couple cameras uh some gopros that i'm going to shove in people's cars because i want to record and do a little bit of a better job than i did uh last year for uh nationals and yeah so now i'm just gonna have to um find a hotel i i think the city that i'm looking at in terms of stats of uh less stabby um is uh monaca um nearby uh pit race um i was gonna go to east palestine the room rates are super cheap right now uh there's some places where there's a uh, like uh you know I, I was thinking of taking a train there but again i have l- looked at some recent news not so recent um and probably decided against it again that is freaking wild that that is so close to uh pit race that freaking east palestine city that is wild so i'm booked i'm gonna go i'm gonna cry (laughs) the flight i don't know if i'll be able to sleep so it'll be another horrific uh night sleep but i'm i'm doing it because i want to see you know you guys out there um i was messaging uh baker you know it is so awesome yet a little bit uh sad that i genuinely like all of the people that um are being mentioned to be the front runners for um nationals Uh, i genuinely like like these individuals as people and you know lee dylan uh baker chris michaels although i'm hearing chris michaels might not make it so that's gonna make it interesting so mid-atlantic's hope is gonna be jonathan baker or khan because <laughs> he's got that cheater eighth gen um out there um so yeah and even scott adams out there for representing texas like i, I think they're all impressive individuals and it, it makes it so that i i really don't want to root against any one of them um so it's definitely going to be kind of like a bittersweet because i'm going to be excited for whoever wins but i i know everybody there um so all i can 
hope for is to see a good race, see a bunch of uh, people that I I think are impressive individuals that have a great um, great build and uh, great racing um, going into the uh, into the nationals. I I think you know Leland has been showing incredible uh, reliability and um, overall overall pace uh dylan again he's pushed two new lap records the car's got some serious serious pace um he has had reliability issues but then again he's had all of these reliability reliability issues before nationals so essentially he's fixing everything that could possibly break at nationals already and maybe you know it's kind of like one of those things where um you break everything, and then by the time that you get to the uh, Nationals, there's literally <laughs> nothing to break. So Dylan's probably going to have a good opportunity to not break anything because it's all brand new. So, yeah, and, you know, there's all these X-Factors, Jeremy Lucas in an S2000, which um, Baker's probably not going to be happy about. Um, but, you know, there's all these other, uh, Brian Shanfield, uh, Ben Linfield, then uh Saffer's got the type R engine back in there. He's um uh, needs to build up a little bit more pace, but you know, he's again a two time uh national champion H uh five I wanna say H five previously. Um so yeah, again, I don't know. I don't know. Uh Mid Atlantic has um some strong racers. Um, Constell is not registered from what I'm seeing here. So, yeah. I, I mean, Mid-Atlantic's uh, Baker is really the one that's going to be holding up the valiant opportunity to do a three-peat. So, yeah. That is the update for the uh, trip to National. So... When we're talking about traffic, we're talking about traffic to LAX. So I, um, my fire um, suppression system, I'm running uh, the Lifeline 2000. I was the one of the first people to have a fire suppression bottle in the um, in our region. Um, I don't think I was the first, but I think I was one of the first ones to do it since my build was uh, that fairly new and I was able to do it really cheaply because I already had lines left over from our lemons car and I just ended up buying the bottle because it was legal at the time. Since then, the rules have, have, have changed. I did get uh, permission from our regional um, our regional head uh, to run the bottle that I'm currently running because it is approved on the FIA list, but it wasn't on that specific list. So again, um, check with your regional um, tech people to see if uh, that would work for you guys. Uh, I'm not saying it will, but it is a, a cost-effective fire suppression system. Ideally, you should get the one that's being required, the bigger bottle. But again, you know your boy is cost-effective AF. So, I went and dropped off my bottle during the um, July 4th weekend. And uh, it's 
one of the few places that does it here in SoCal called Subay Sports. I usually get a lot of my stuff from him. He's over in um, Huntington Beach. Really nice part of uh, SoCal. Beautiful area. Um, it is 50 miles from where I live. I left work at about 3.30 or like 3.25-ish. I arrived at Sube Sport at 5.28. He closes at 5.30. Holy crap. That is traffic. That is why... If you have the opportunity and you live in the valley and you can take Burbank Airport out instead of freaking LAX, that's why you do that. But, again, I'll be flying out at freaking 10 p.m. on a Thursday, so I probably will not be dealing with traffic. So, yeah, it is a nightmare. I'm not looking forward to going out there, but I got my bottle back. I got it back in the car. Um... I got two new uh, helper springs for the EG, so I'm going to have some okay droop on on the car, just at very least so that I'm not, um, what's it called? I'm not, like, clanking around in, in, the, in the springs because my, like, the springs that I have are a little bit uh, short, so um, when they go to full droop, they kind of, like, um essentially just start floating around there and crankle around so with the helper springs i'm hoping to have like some decent droop travel which should help at big willow because i'm going testing this weekend um the weekend of the 15th and um sadly um the homie carlos we were supposed to go out there and test and he was supposed to coach me got pulled off to work in uh europe for (laughs) a couple weeks uh for his job um which i mean it's a bummer but i'm super excited for my my homie to be able to go out to europe um for work related stuff and you know i mean it's a bummer but it is what it is so I will have to go out there and test and figure out um, how to get a little bit faster. I still have the data from um, from the last time we went out there, and Carlos still had a significant pace. I've been getting some pointers of like what gear to use and what to do, and I have an idea of where our deltas, our biggest deltas are, and um, it's now time for me to go out there and execute. Um, I have uh, the new seat in, so that's going to offer a different driving feel to it. Uh, Again, coming from Carlos, so can't say thank you enough for his help um, on my endeavor. He's uh, been my constant cheerleader and uh, always uh, building me up. Um, But yeah, so I'm excited to go back out. I need to probably drop the car a little bit more. I'm not getting enough uh, negative camber in the rear. Um, so yeah, I need to drop it from where it is, uh, with the helper springs, uh, the car sits a little bit higher, so I, I need to, I need to bring it down a little bit. Um, aside from that, the fire suppression bottles back in, um, I needed a new battery, so I went to AutoZone, got a new one, um, gotta get that $20 credit, yo, and, uh, yeah. 
um for the event i put in some new um rotors from rock auto again me and uh um honda carb or ryan branfield i believe it is uh have something in common with his amazing tsx build and mine and that we're both running uh uh, rock auto centric uh, blank rotors so yeah you know uh, I'll, I'll take that uh i'll take those wins when i can uh, that thing is beautiful if you haven't been following him dude that tsx damn beautiful beautiful car um really excited to see what that beast will do in each one um i'm sure jackie is also excited about that to have uh more h1 competition again guys where are you on the challenge one southeast come on make it up to freaking pit race again I, I i don't know distance on the east coast i'm sure it's freaking far as hell so yeah <sighs> with that said guys that's all i have for you today um i'm gonna be working on the eg at um a smaller track event called uh, Togate to track i've used them before um it's gonna be a hot weekend we've been having um kind of a heat wave uh, as most of everyone else has um so we will see uh how long i i um i'm able to stay out there i'm also planning on bringing my old uh r888rs um so after the first two sessions i might push for the third uh to stay out on the toyos and then after that i'm just gonna mess around in the um in in the um toyos uh the triple eights um because i just kind of want to get a feel for the car um now that i'm running the rear uh, sway bar um at full stiff and running full jackie spec and if you don't know what jackie spec is um you should uh be listening to jackie's corner where she talks about um what the setup is and um i know Khan did an episode with uh, jackie about front wheel drive setup um especially golden arrow stuff i think i've talked about Jackie Speck, which uh, she's messaged me about, like, hey, don't give out the secrets. But, oops. Um, so, yeah. With that being said, guys, thank you for all of your support. Sorry about last weekend or last week's episode. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of a one-man show. <laughs> and sometimes, uh, I, I mean, I, I get busy and, yeah. So, with that being said... Thank you, um, and make sure to, you know, like, subscribe, do the things. Um, yeah, uh, aside from that, I guess I will see you next Monday. <laughs>